1 Peter 4:16. But it is no shame to suffer for being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by His name. St. Peter, one of the disciples of Jesus was my favorite during my adolescence because I was reading his book then. I was reading about his advice for a married couple, family life, how men should treat women, and how women should treat men. Again, now, I have Peter talking to me through his verse. Two days back on Palm Sunday and yesterday I was writing about suffering for God and attending church service or doing a personal reading or silent prayer in my closed room at my apartment turning out to be torturesome for the technology prowess which is nothing but human wickedness and perversion. How that can be godliness or righteousness or justice. Having said this, I am not ashamed of having to suffer but at the same time, I know that I have the duty to overcome and work towards it. I have the answer here today through this verse for the false prophesying that a lacuna in one's faith is the reason for their suffering in Christ's name and about the martyrdom of disciples and followers of Christ. It is not that they are less in faith or have more sin. This is what God spoke through the parable of how a Pharisee prayed about a tax collector for placing him in a better position with him as perversion. This is how we speak when someone is being suffered for Christ's name and we are as having less faith. This is how we speak of troubles in one's life even if not for the name of Christ despite being good as having done something wrong. God has better plans and He allows us to suffer because Jesus was helped by someone in the path of Christ to carry the cross. So we are made a part of the suffering of Christ. Peter further says that this suffering need not make us feel low or ashamed of ourselves that we have to change our ways at the demand to live a life that will have less suffering and be people pleasers. He told us to brave ourselves and good if we have the help to overcome and if we die in this battle of Armageddon that God is facing to save us, then we were in the fiercest spot of the battle. Peter further consoles us by telling the truth that even if we fail and die, it will only seem to us and others that those who are suffering us be flourishing but their end is death and not eternal life. Yesterday, as I was watching the video on the eternal life that Jesus has promised us, It has to happen on earth while we live which is the covenant that God has made with us, and it is not after death only. I understood then that it is the victory on the cross. As I was sharing about my great-great-grandfather being confronted by a communal leader, his denial of his offer did not rage him at all despite my ancestors still had their own way with him. He was victorious. I pray that this peace, this victory of the cross comes back for this region because it is needlessly even impacting our lives today. Sexual intercourse and marriage will not bring in any reformation, maybe in the way of human intervention unless there is this love, hope, and victory on the cross. Dear Lord, Almighty bless this day and the days to come. Bless all those who wish me well, those who don't accept to treat me inhumanely, and those who want me to live a good life. Fill our daily plates in abundance that we may never run out of but be able to help others. Provide us with long-lasting, good, and safe roofs and clothing. Thank you for what you have provided today. Send down your angels to destroy technology and its illicit activities. Touch us with your healing hands so that we may remain in good health. Make way for us and show us the way to your blessedness that we may lead our lives in peace, joy, love, hope, faith, goodness, prosperity, praise, and worship exemplifying your glory for a victorious life on this earth. Amen.